For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Thank you, Anna. It is 28, 28 minutes to 9 o'clock. Well, Port Adelaide sort of had a roundabout trip. They're off to Cairns. I'm not sure where we find our next guest, actually, because they couldn't get a direct flight. He's the coach of Port Adelaide. His name is Ken Hinckley. Kenny, thanks for your time. Good morning, boys. Gee, Kenny, Kenny, if you were 6-0, you would have got a direct flight. What's happen- is this what happens when you start losing a few games? What's what's going on? Yeah, that's it, Kenny. We, um, you get the short end. And, um, and for us, we're in Sydney currently as we speak on our way to Cairns today. Does it, does it affect much of your usual preparations or just one of those things you're taking your stride? No, nah, we just have to accept it and uh, move on with what we need to do. And, and look, the day's a little disrupted as far as what we would normally do, but the reality is we'll end up at Cairns at pretty much the same time as we would have normally, but we'll train when we get there and uh, you know, have a little run around at the time when we're probably playing tomorrow night. So, you know, it, it'll work out okay. I'll speak a little bit about that game shortly. It's, it's going to be a ripper. Can I ask you how you're going, Kenny? Like, it's impossible to escape the scrutiny. It's impossible to escape the criticisms coming your way from passionate Port supporters and um, where the club is at. But what we don't talk about often is how you're holding up. How are you? Yeah, look, I'm going okay. Look, I'd obviously like to be winning more games of football, as, the, as all the boys would as well. But you know, And as all our fans would love us to be um, you know, certainly winning more games of football and we haven't had the start we'd like. We, we have to maintain our, our energy and our effort to, to continue to try and turn things around. And, you know, it feels like we may be starting to turn. I said during the week, we're just starting to turn the corner. Maybe we are. I don't know for, for sure and certain. But overall, Kane, I mean, I understand the job. It's, it's you know, As everyone tells me, I've been doing it for a long time. So you understand what goes with the job. And I, I sort of half embrace that in some ways. It seems a bit silly. But, you know, I'd rather deal without the pressure. Don't, don't get me wrong. Mm. But here's what it is in this job. When you speak publicly, how conscious are you to not make excuses? Because you could come up with a number of them. Alir and Gray's injured often. Wines has been out. Lysett's out. Fantasia, um, Dixon and others. But you haven't gone there. Has that been a conscious decision not to come up with excuses? No, I don't think I should um, lead the way in any way when it comes to what what um, hardship we're dealing with. It's more around what we can do with ourselves with the group that we've got. And I think it's important that not just, um, you know, the, the playing group, everyone understands that, uh, you know, we, we've got a job to do and, and anything that's in your way is, is, is can't be used. It's got to be what you can do about what your, your opportunities are today. And, you know, we're, we're very mindful that our best results, and look, over the last couple of years with the pandemic, we've been given plenty of pats on the back with the way we've handled things around the pandemic over the last couple of years. We're not going to be a club that certainly sits there and wallows in our own, you know, disappointment. Mm. But we'll we'll keep on task and we'll keep trying to get things going the way we'd like. Looking forward to this game, Ken. I think it'll be an absolute cracker. Uh, Saints are in really good form. What have you been able to isolate as one or two things uh, that you need to address immediately? Obviously, your contest work is probably not at the levels of last year. Is there anything else outside of the basic contest that you, you've you've assessed? Yeah, look, it's fluctuating a little bit, Kingy, to be fair. I mean, it's been around the ball at times and we've um, you know, made some adjustments around the ball. We've had some challenges with scoring. There's no doubt we've um, you know, we've had some pieces missing up the front as you just talked around, but we've had some challenges with getting that going. We've had new people come in. Jeremy's come into our side. So, 
you know, there's been some challenges, um, you know, and, and probably the, the, the key component for us has always been the, you know, the backbone of our team is our strength in defence. Mm. And for a couple of games this year, particularly, we, we were really poor in our, our ability to defend the transition ball. And, um, you know, once we sort of get back on top of that, I think we're a much better side. Our offence comes, like every team, your offence comes off your best defence for us. And, um, you know, we, we were probably a little bit down in that. We, we've continued to work really hard with our defence to try and make it solid. You know, we've starting to creep back up to the parts on the ladder that we like to be as far as points against, but, you know, we've still got a way to go. I'm a big believer when you track the game like we do, if you win set, the first quarter of a game, you win 75% of that of games. So it's a huge indicator right now, the starts to AFL footy. How do you get your team to a point where they can start well? As always the challenge, Ken. As you know, you've been doing it for a long time. You've only won one first quarter for the year. Have you had to look at your, yeah, your pre-game or have you done something different? Yeah, we've certainly looked at lots of things, King, because it hasn't just really been this year for us. Our, our starts have always been a little bit off where we'd like them to be. Now, we do lots of preparation, as you'd appreciate, and what we go about and how we, you know, we review those situations to try and make the adjustments that we can. And, uh, you know, the, the challenge for us is that when the teams are, are obviously at their freshest and we haven't been at our best when that's happened, we, we need to be better. You know, we, and we, we, we make no sweep of the fact that we work really closely on trying to adjust that situation that we face ourselves with now. And when we, you know, we work towards that again this week, we know that we need to start better, and particularly up in Cairns. You know, the scoring up there is not, not necessarily a high-scoring game. So, you know, St Kilda's ability to score and hit the scoreboard, we, we need to be able to make sure that they don't get away from us. But we also put some pressure on them. Because I always think the best form of pressure and the best form of confidence comes from scoreboard. And, um, you know, for our boys, uh, we haven't had any, any real fulfilment in our, our confidence when it comes to our starts of game. So, yep, we're... 100% all over them, and we're working really hard to make a change. How do you get Ollie Wines back into that, that seriously damaging form of, of you know last year, year before? He's always been a high-level player. We, we love the way he plays, the manner in which he plays, but the damage is just not there in his game at the moment, Ken. Is that something you, you've had to address, or is that just a patch? Oh, and I think you, you know, we all appreciate that they don't always play at their absolute best. Ollie's, been, look, Ollie's had a couple of challenges as we mm. well documented over the last three weeks. You know, yeah. so I think we've got to be a little bit cautious. I thought last week, you know, we, um, you know, Ollie started, a bit like the team, Ollie, Ollie started to build. He wasn't there against Carlton, but he started to build last week, particularly second half. I thought it was, you know, starting to look like the Ollie of last year for us. And, you know, we, as you said, we, we need him at his best. Um, he's, you know, he's a vice captain, the leader of our team. He works really hard. No one works harder than Ollie Wines to get their form right. Um, you know, I think sometimes it can be it can be a bit of Ollie, it can be a bit of a team. You know, you go hand in hand. No one, no one works on their own in this game. And you know, you need the whole team playing well as as much as we need just Ollie playing well. So it's a, you know, come together and work together is your best way out. We sort of touched on the the pressure that you're facing at the moment. I'm interested in how that's addressed internally. Like, how often? Do you meet with a Chris Davies or Koshy or Matthew Richardson? Is that a weekly thing, Ken? And how do you know how you're going from the feedback that they expect and that is given to you? Yeah, look, I'm really lucky. I've got great people around me that support me and help me. And uh, you know, Chris is the number one person in that space. Chris Davies is an outstanding football manager. I'm, I'm a bit biased. I think he's the best in the business when it comes to that that part of the game. And uh, you know, he works really closely with me and Richo. I see, you know, we see Richo daily almost. Every day, and we, we we have plenty of chats. And David, obviously, you know, I can pop in and see him this morning. We're in Sydney, but it's a bit it's a bit more of a challenge with David. We we have regular communication with everyone at the footy club. What what we've been really good is we've been aligned with with what we're trying to achieve and where we're at. And there's not one person in the club that's not disappointed with the you know the start to the season. But there also isn't one person within the club who's not really clear on their role and make sure they have to go about their 
their day-to-day business of, of turning that around. Mm. Ken, if, if you could pluck one player from around the competition and put into the Port Adelaide team tonight to play for you tonight or tomorrow night, I should say, who would it be? <laughs> Where would you go? What sort of player? What sort of player do you like watching? Who, who's the one? It's a it's a it's a big call, King, isn't it? To pluck one player. I mean, yes. we're playing against one this week who's a really talented young forward, and that's, and that's Max King. But there's just so many great players in the game. You know, you look at you look at the Melbourne club at the moment, the way they're going. They're a really balanced team, but they've got you know plenty of stars in that team with Petrarca and Oliver and Gorn. I mean, Max Gorn's an outstanding leader at the moment, and he's in unbelievable form. If I could pluck one player, I'd pluck one of my own. I'd pluck Charlie. Yeah. Mm. No, you're not is allowed to have important? your own. He's that important, is he? Can I, can I talk about what we couldn't do with Charlie? Like, can you, man, you have conversations. Yes. What we can and can't do with Charlie. Yeah. I tell you what, we can't do. We can't be yeah. near as good without him at the moment. That's true, isn't it? Oh, we, yeah, we had a good chat through the off season. Unfortunately, you haven't been able to use all those assets uh, so far in the first six weeks. But did you give me a player in the end? Can't give me one of your own. You've got to. Uh, what sort of player no, has I, the greatest I, impact? Oh, that's what, probably more what Max I'm getting Gorn. to. Max Gorn. Yep. Max Gorn. No, I think Max Gorn's outstanding at the moment. We played him only two or three weeks ago. He was doing everything. He's not just a ruckman. You know, he, he, he links up. He kicks long goals. He, he defends from the goal square. He, he does everything. I mean, there's so many so many good things that come off Melbourne through Max, and I think it's not just leadership. It's his performance. You know, he's, he's, an, he's an outstanding player in the competition. We spoke to Sam Mitchell earlier this morning, and, and Kingy asked him about how he approaches post-game media conferences. Now, You've been criticised heavily from, I think, Ben Dixon from an answer that you gave when you're asked at 0-5, and five, can you still play finals? What's your attitude to post-match media conferences and was that criticism unfair? Ah, uh, look, at, oh, well, I don't know whether it's unfair, but I know that there's not one person in our footy club that's given up. And if Ben's a give-up type person, well, that, that's his option. But my option is to keep fighting and, and keep wanting to uh, challenge the you know, history a little bit. You know, we, we get that we've got some challenges if we're going to continue on and, and, and progress this season. But but there's one person who you know that needs to lead the way. It's the senior coach. You need to be mm. you need to show your players that there's belief still in what they can do. And I won't give up never. And and that's typically of what our footy club is. We we'll fight to the to the very end if we have to, and we'll we'll go there the whole way. If, if there's, there's someone out there who thinks that me conceding a season at round five is a, is a smart thing to do, I I challenge them on that. Ken, on a, a different note here, just changing tack, I've been charged with the duty of going back to find out when the half-back flank became the easiest position on the ground to play <laughs> and when it, you'd completely disrespected your opponent. Now, I'm back to sort of... I'm tracking back towards your era. Will your name pop up in this discussion or not? <laughs> Only if yours comes up first, David. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Hang on. You were just fractionally before. I've gone through my space. I'm back towards yours. The halfback flank. Can we talk about this position in a serious sense? Because um, I think a lot of people are quick to say it's the easiest position to play. The halfback flankers have such an impact on your ability to move the ball. How do you assess them? How do you rate them? Yeah, it's a vital part of your team team offense as much as it is your team defense. You know, you you need to have your ball users being able to challenge the opposition through getting through. Um, you know, Team defence, and that's a really difficult thing to do because you can you can sometimes look at some of the kicks that get missed. You go, how would how would you miss those kicks? But the pressure that they face with the with the numbers in front of them is, is a really challenging spot. We we obviously put people there that we think are quite good with ball in hand. That'd be Houston, that'd be Bonner, um, Burton, those type of players, Darcy Burn Jones, who 
who all need to have creativity but also have a you know resilience to get through the challenges of team defense um, it's a it's a pretty unique position now and as you said back in the day it was um if you're off your man at any stage you're you were cheating a little bit nowadays if you're not off your man you're cheating <laughs> hey, can you give us the starting centre bounce crew for for your your mob this week? Because the, the the young fellas have come in and they've done exactly what you wanted to do with Rosie and Butters, particularly. But I'll be there. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so that's pretty simple. Ollie Wines will be there, and they'll be there. And we've got one. We've got one recognised ruckman. So Rats, if you're listening, you know our, our first centre bounce. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, uh, Kenny. We always appreciate your honesty. Yeah, You've given us up the, us this morning, um, and good luck. I love that you're, you're digging in, and you will always be up for the fight. We appreciate it. Good luck on Saturday night. Good on you, boys. Thanks for having me. On you, mate. Port Adelaide flew out from Adelaide. Yeah. They went to Sydney. Stayed in Sydney last night. They'll fly out to Cairns this morning before their game against St Kilda. Not ideal, but it won't be an excuse. It, it, once I get back to Hinkley, right in this little. This little charge I'm on with the most aggressive halfback flankers that just totally disrespected their man. Mm-hmm. He w- he was rumoured to have said once, "Hey, so and so, can you guard my man? I'm off to get three Brownlow votes." <laughs> now that's going to be hard to beat. <laughs> he, he probably did. He uh, did it say. is fifteen. They no, probably got the three votes. <laughs> it's fifteen minutes to nine o'clock. <laughs> Ken Hinckley was our guest this morning. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.